the way I like process things in life, I kind of like make a picture in my head, but like <laughs> come to fork in the road and on the right side is your creativity. And on the left side, like we just said, is like that whole conventional path. Mm. And there's a lot of people who are right in that middle and they're like, Ooh, I'm really good at this. Like, this is my creativity, but this conventional part is going to be, um, be safe. And I'm going to go more towards the conventional part. And then you wake up later down the road of like, gosh, I'm not really happy. Well, maybe because you're not really happy because you really just put off that creativity of what you were meant to do. That was the Joya Smith in our conversation for this episode where we cover topics such as following your dreams and what it takes to follow your dreams, um, identifying what you're really passionate about and what brings you joy and makes you happy, and going on a path that is different to what a lot of society conventionally does or what people expect of us, as well as how Joya's experience as an athlete has helped her in following her dreams and doing what works for her in her whole life. I have been following LaJoya on Instagram for a while before I invited her on the show and it was actually her Instagram captions that really struck me and um, made me want to have her on here for a conversation. LaJoya shares a lot of posts about her practice as an athlete, as a swimmer, but in the captions she has such a great way of talking about her journey towards pursuing her goals and ambitions as an athlete and relating it to um, everyone's journey really pursuing their goals and passions and I think our conversation on this topic of pursuing your dreams is a different one to the one we often hear um, because it embraces the fact that there might need to be a balance between working for money in uh, perhaps a and I'm using air quotes more regular job and pursuing your dreams and that you can have a very happy and successful life whilst doing lots of different things and pursuing your dreams might be a multifaceted approach rather than the story we so often hear of I left my job and now I'm making this huge amount of money running my own business. So I think we have a conversation that is very realistic and and LaJoya shares her experience Um, and hopefully it's one that a lot of people can relate to and can inspire you as well. Um, Just one note that there is a little bit of background noise, not a lot, but just a few points. There's a little bit of background noise, um, but it's not too bad. It's just a little bit of clanking, so hopefully it won't distract you too much. Okay, I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to Create Shift podcast to support, encourage and inspire you to live your most purposeful and holistic life. I'm your host, Ellen of Being Change. I'm a yoga teacher, writer and purposeful and holistic living advocate based in Manchester, UK. Thank you so much for joining me on this adventure. Joya, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, of course. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, So why don't we get started by just a little bit of an introduction to you, just if you could tell people a bit about who you are and yeah. Uh, Yeah, so um, I am LaJoya Smith, also known on Instagram as LaJoya B. Um, I live in the U.S. I live in Raleigh, North Carolina, so somewhat the South, (laughs) a little sunshine. And I'm an athlete. Um, I swim, um, kind of like a unique story, ran in college, now 
switching this back to swimming. So embracing that and journey and just sharing it with others and just have like a really big passion for um, women and just dreaming big and just goals and stuff. So yeah, it's like a small version of who I am. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I like more, that. But yeah, you did you did the the short in a nutshell version really well. I always find that really hard to do. Um, yeah. So well done. So did you start off swimming? Because you just you said you went back to swimming. Did you start off swimming and then do track and then go back to swimming? Yeah. So, um, well, I am a very high energy person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, growing up, uh, my parents are big on holistic health and everything. And so, instead of putting me on medicine, they put me in sports. Oh. And at six months, um, we started less swim lessons, and then it just took off from there. Love swimming. Swam year round um, at the YMCA. And so I got to high school and then I just kind of got burnt out with swimming. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was running track. I got a track scholarship. So I was like, I'm going to take this. Mm-hmm. So I ran track for four years. And then after I graduated, I just was just sitting there and just like, you know what? I'm not done being an athlete. Like I love it so much because it's just, it's been part of me who I was. And so mm-hmm. um, I just believe that, you know, once you do an athlete in college and high school or whatever, you're always an athlete if you're just if you're willing to tap into that. And so I was like, you know what? No, I'm gonna go back to swimming and just see where it goes and um, just embrace their journey and have fun. So that's what I've been doing for the past, I think, six years. Mm. So yeah, it's been great. It's been a good challenge at least. Mm. God, there's already so many things I want to ask you just off of that. Um, <laughs> so I'm interested, like. So you, you ran track in college and then you decided that you wanted to keep going being an athlete. Was there mm-hmm. a challenge there? Like was there um like was that a difficult path to keep going on? Like could could it have been easier to I don't know just like pursue some different career? Yeah, so um I guess yeah, a little bit of a challenge in the sense of really thinking, you know, after you graduate from college, you are, I feel like we're all, or here in the States, I'm not sure how it is back in England, but it's like that we're like taught to have this path that we go to high school, we go to college, we get a job and Mm. we start a family. Yeah. And so I had to really battle with that a little bit just to really understand, like, I knew what I wanted for myself and I, I wasn't ready to have family and get married and, and have kids and nothing against that. But I wanted something more for my life. Mm. Um, and I just really believe that, you know, if, if the, you have a goal that's really big, really scary, and you're dedicated and determined, then why can't you accomplish it or why can't you get closer? Mm. So definitely had to deal with that, had to come to like a little realization of that. And of course, you know, being an athlete right out of college and then being going back to being an athlete as well income you're not really pro pro so Mm. um it's just like I have to work so I had to get a job and start a career and do that and so it's kind of like having to balance both of those Mm. as a career but also your passion to being an athlete as well so that's I feel like that would be kind of the hardest thing and then really just like those low moments and I talk about to my posts those low moments are like am I doing the right thing yeah like, should I, I shouldn't be doing this. Um, I recently just left my job, like things just ended with my job in October and I, in the corporate world, cause I just woke up and I was like, mm. I cannot, and I have nothing against any of this at all, but yeah. the nine to five lifestyle, yeah. I can't do it. 
I can. Yeah. I love. I love my company. I love the uh, people I was with, and everything. My team. They were great. But I really just kind of woke up. It's like I snap out of a dream. Like, wow, I am too comfortable in this mediocrity. Like, I don't want to wake up ten years down the road and I'm doing the same thing where I'm waking up and I'm mm. doing this and I'm doing that. So, stepping away from that and like still training and and creating some other things. Just like, whoa. Tell yeah. my parents, like, am I doing the right thing? I should just go back to the corporate world. It's easy. But then it's like, no, that doesn't really give me happy. It doesn't fulfill me. Yeah. So. And I think so much of what you're saying just speaks to anybody who's doing stuff a little bit differently um, mm-hmm. or following, like, a big goal, a big dream or something. Um, it, there is that pressure of following the conventional path, like, getting the the job that's like a steady job and that like mm-hmm. then you can get married and have a family or whatever and like you know absolutely fine if that's what you want to do but it is a struggle if you don't want to do that to sort of keep going yeah. and break away and not get comfortable because so many of us do have to get a job in the corporate world or whatever just to keep us going whilst we work on the dream um right yeah and I love that I love what you just said like there's nothing wrong about getting a job in the corporate world, but as long as you're working on your dream to make that your end goal and not like you're at the part like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to really just stick in this corporate world because it's comfortable. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I feel like, I feel like there's like two type people, like they come to like this fork in the road and I, I, the way I like process things in life, I kind of like make a picture in my head, but like <laughs> come to fork in the road and on the right side is your creativity. And on the left side, like we just said, it's like that whole conventional path. Mm. And there's a lot of people who are right in that middle and they're like, Ooh, I'm really good at this. Like this is my creativity, but this conventional part is going to be, um, be safe. And I'm going to go more towards the conventional part. And then you wake up later down the road of like, gosh, I'm not really happy. Well, maybe cause you're not really happy because you really just, put off that creativity of what you were meant to do. Mm. So, um, so I feel like just being aware of that, um, yeah. and, and kind of, and kind of embracing that into your life as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that actually, cause I was, um, watching some of your stories on Instagram. So you do this really great, uh, series called the aha moments, which I really love where you share kind of aha moments that you've had, in your yeah. life um, with other people and, and they're often just like you know so relevant like and spot on and I can so relate with them and I think lots of people can and I think one of them you were talking about um doing the discovering that you just needed to do the things that brought you joy even if that meant that you seemed really different to other people yeah um so I wonder if you can talk about that a little bit more and like that journey that you've been yeah. on with that yeah so I have always been different um, in the sense of I come from a, from a small town in Ohio, mm-hmm. one stoplight town, <laughs> um, not a lot of diverse in that diversity in that community, mm-hmm. um, but still felt safe enough to, you know, be who I am a little bit. But then I kind of get caught up in oh, well, this person likes this thing, so maybe I should like this because it brings them joy. And I kind of started to get into that, like, that little bad cycle, like, Mm. maybe just a little bit of, like, oh, I like this because this is what this person likes. And it kind of started to go until college, and then in college, like, oh, this person's doing this, and they're being very successful, then I should do this. Mm -hmm. And then maybe a couple years out of college, I kind of started to think, like, you know what? Screw that part of my language. Like, screw Mm -hmm. that, like... (laughs) 
why am I going to, why should I try to be like someone else and not really fully embrace myself? Mm -hmm. And then maybe over the years, I started getting older and just like this new season I'm in, I'm just at the point where I'm just like, I do not care what everyone else is doing. I'm going to do what makes me happy, what brings me joy. And I'm going to put on, like I always say, blinders, like the mm. horses have on. I'm going to put my blinders on and really drive into creating what I want to create and producing what I want to produce. And people want to hop on board and join me. Great. I will be here. I'll be supportive. I'll be your biggest cheater. If cheerleader, if people do not, then okay, that's fine. Bye. <laughs> like, so really just fully embracing that, um, who you are as like a woman, like I said, a big passion for women mm. embracing their power. It's just like embrace it, you know, all the little quirks, the flaws, like, they build into something so beautiful and you have a beautiful story that you could share with others that others may not understand. Mm. And so I think that's so important, especially with like social media out there right now yeah. where there's a lot of good influences and there's a lot of bad influences, yeah. but it's really up to you to see which one you want to take in. Mm. So, yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's not easy. Like it's definitely a, a long and challenging journey to kind of put those blinkers on uh, but yes, so worthwhile. I wonder, do you think that your practice as a, as an athlete and your the work that you do there has helped you in any way to be able to embody that state of mind? Um, I think so. Um, I was I was just having this conversation with someone else that like, you know, those tough times that when I'm doing those workouts and I'm just like, oh my lord, like this is hurts so bad, I mm. can't do this. But I get through it, and after you're done with it, you're like, oh, that was done. And, like, those are the same lessons I can apply to life. Like, if I'm going through a difficult storm, it's just like, oh, I can get through this. Like, just buckle down and do it. So I think being an athlete has helped a little bit. Um, has Plus, he's tapped into a little bit more of uh, my confidence, especially as mm. a woman. Mm. And then it's just really, for me, it's just um, I started doing a lot of meditation, just, like, really thinking of, like, I don't know, I just feel like I'm in, like, this, like, different like bubble thing of like we only have one life here mm -hmm. like one life and what like there is no rule saying that we have to be a certain way we have to do a certain thing or we have to follow a certain path and so I'm really starting to like figure that out what that means to me and it's just like I don't have to be like everyone else yeah and it's okay mm. you know it's it's kind of like it's going to look different to other people because they're like whoa you're breaking the pattern like what are you doing mm -hmm. but I'm like no I'm the unicorn <laughs> <laughs> yeah be the unicorn yeah, yeah I love it so I definitely think sports has definitely helped too with the lessons and mm. everything yeah and everything you were just saying has made me think of a kind of a similar experience that I've had through my yoga practice um sort of, of working with that strengthening the body so discovering my own strength but like discovering mm -hmm. that I've got muscles that I could use and that like I actually a lot stronger than I thought I was and I think for a woman that yeah. can be very empowering um, yeah. but then also that physical strength has helped me tap into kind of a more sort of I guess you'd call it more spiritual kind of core strength that's like your inner strength you know your inner mm -hmm. fire type thing and the meditation side of stuff I think only helps to strengthen that that kind of stability that you have inside you that you can weather any storm and just yeah. keep moving through with that inner strength so I think that's really interesting um yeah that's so good yeah and really interesting how you mentioned the meditation practice as well because I do think the mind and body sort of well obviously I believe they're totally connected and and you can't really 
do one thing that just affects the body and it won't affect the mind, you know? They're, they're always going to yeah. affect each other. Yeah, and that's something I just got into. My swim coach, um, he mentioned, you know, doing meditation and looking into the app called Headspace. And I'm like, mm. what is this app? <laughs> and I literally dove through it and it had, like, different things of training in there. And so I, I started doing that. And I'm just mm. like... Oh, like I had one workout last Saturday that was so, that was hard for me. Yeah. And so uh, in the app, we're really working on like noting the problem, like noting what the idea is and coming back to what you're doing. Yeah. And so during that whole swim, I'm like thinking like, oh, what am I going to wear for my friend's birthday? Oh, I'm going to wear these high boots. And then it's just like, well, LaJoya, note that. <laughs> now come back to what you're doing, like work on your stroke and everything else. Mm. And so it's, uh. I would say it's good. I'm not a pro at it, but I definitely want to get better at it. Cause I feel like that my, like you just said, like the mental game is huge in anything you do, but especially for sports, it's just yeah. like, if I can get that like rock on solid, then that's like an extra bonus. It's, I call it the small things. That's the small things that turn into the big things. So mm, yeah, definitely. And I, I've read quite a lot about athletes using visualization before they compete, mm-hmm. you know, to visualize, yeah. really get into how it feels to win and, and all of that. And um, there's like a lot of research backing that yeah. up. So absolutely. And it is about, I'm all about kind of small things, like you said, that we can do to up our game in whatever it is that we're doing whether that's changing our lives to be healthier or happier or whether that is competing professionally in a sport like the little yeah. things really make a big difference um so I feel like this is a good point to to circle around to something that I was really keen to talk to you about which is um, the concept of discipline and I know we had a little bit of an exchange on one of your Instagram posts a while ago about yeah. that and um I think it's so fascinating and I think particularly in the context of of sport um, because I think athletes are people that we really see as embodying discipline perhaps but often Mm -hmm. it's something that's maybe not talked about that much in the space of following your dreams or creating the the work and the life that you want and stuff so yeah let's dive into discipline so I wonder maybe to start with do you want to just chat about how you see discipline like what 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 it is to you yeah, and I think it was so funny. I wrote a little back to back. I was like, oh, I love this. This is so great. <laughs> so whoever was reading that's probably like, what is this girl doing? But I'm like, I love it. So um, discipline, I feel like we talked about, you know, does discipline come first or does motivation mm. come first? And so it's kind of like, I feel like it's like, you know, does the A come first, the chicken, or does the chicken come first? That mm-hmm, kind of type mm-hmm. of deal. But discipline for me, you know, I was brought up in a, a big family household. Both of my parents were in the military, so... You know, once um, they told you something, it was, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, mm. you get it done and you do it. Um, and you don't ask why. <laughs> and if they ask why, I don't know if your parents, but they say, because I said so. And mm-hmm. you just leave it at that, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I think, like, those little lessons that I learned growing up as a kid from my parents, and then also, too, since we lived in the country, it was like we had chores to do in order for us to do, like, to go to the movies with our friends or whatnot, we had to be disciplined and get our chores done and clean our room and, and do good grades. Like we wouldn't basically, you're not going to get rewarded for not doing your work. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that's just kind of where that discipline started to grow. And then over time I started to realize if I want to get to point A or point B or create a life that I want, I'm going to have to be disciplined because like I said, I'm high energy, so I could be talking about the one thing at the minute, and next thing I could be talking about the sky or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, really, had to be disciplined and focused on 
okay, those goals and what you want to accomplish and going after it and just being driven by it. Mm. So how does that show up then in your life now with your, um, with your practice and, and, you know, preparing to compete and and whatnot? Um, How does that discipline show up for you? Yeah, I think it's a little bit kind of on autopilot (laughs) now. Um, Just because we've been it for so long, but there are times where I'm just like, Mm, I don't feel like doing anything. I'm just going to take a nap here and just skip practice. Like, I'm not perfect. Whoever listens to this, like, oh, this girl gets up every day and train. No, there are some days where I'm just like, I'm going to skip practice today. Let's just be honest. But then I start to feel guilty in the sense of, oh, that's not getting me further to my goal. Um, and so really for me right now, it's just writing down my goals of what I want to accomplish, whether that's in my training or what I'm creating and really starting to be like, okay, this isn't going to happen until I really buckle down and become disciplined at this. And that's showing up every day, mm. day in and day out, um, taking those baby steps to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. No, go on, carry on. Oh, and then it's like just being very um, like x-raying yourself kind of and being blunt towards yourself of, you know, for me, it's sometimes just like, okay, LaJoy, you really know that you need to get up and go if you want to accomplish your, your dreams. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just being like, oh, it's okay. You're tired. You need to rest. Like, no, sometimes you do need to rest, but sometimes you just need to go. So you need to be a little bit like kind of hard on yourself, but so real to yourself as well, too. Mm. Yeah, I like that that phrase that you have of, of like x-raying yourself. I think that's a really nice way of putting it, of kind of tuning yeah. into what's inside of yourself. Um, yeah. And I also love that you just said, that sometimes you really do need a rest because um so in, in yoga there's there's this concept uh, uh called called tapas so it's and it, it's nothing to do with the food um <laughs> and it's uh, it's spelt exactly the same but it's it's nothing to do with the food so there's like these um kind of like moral and ethical codes that are part of um the wider philosophy of yoga and they're to do with how you show up in the world mm-hmm. and in your life so tapas is one of them and it translates as like self-discipline um, and it's literally translated as to burn. So it's that real idea of that kind of like fiery discipline that like, you know, you go for it, you keep going no matter what. Oh, mm-hmm. that's at least how I sort of visualize that burning fire. Um, and I remember when I was on my yoga teacher training that we were talking about this and somebody said to me, uh, one of the teachers said to me, well, don't forget that tapas, your discipline practice could also be resting. If you're the kind of person who is push, 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 go, 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 which I can be. So I love that Mm -hmm. you just said discipline, well, that you said that sometimes you need to to just rest because I think that can be part of having discipline as well. Um, Yeah. I think that's the hardest part too is just knowing that like you need the rest and it's okay. Yeah. Um, And not thinking that you're being laser and thing. It's Mm. more thinking like I'm rewarding my, I'm kind of like helping my body to heal a little bit Mm -hmm. and give it a break. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm taking care of my body. And I think that's something that we all need to be aware of. It's just like being in tune with your body and like what you're really feeling. Mm. Um, And just being like, you know what? Thank you for my body for getting me up and let me do these certain things. But I'm going to honor you and rest (laughs) (laughs) because I need to. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's hard, but it's also rewarding too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, when I was thinking about discipline, I found uh, this quote from a, a yoga teacher who's called Judith Hansen Lassiter. Um, and I will, I'll link to the book that it's from in the show notes for anybody listening who wants to look it up. And so the quote says, 
discipline has less to do with accomplishment and more to do with intention and commitment. And oh, I just wanted good. to, yeah, I just wanted to see what you thought about that. Yeah, that's really good. I love the part where it's like more to do with intention and commitment. Mm. That's to be honest, it's it's so true. When I talk with people who are working with me in my business, I'm just like, well, how committed are you to your goals? Like I ask that the first thing, and I always say, give me a scale of one to ten. How committed are you? Because it's so true. Because you get to analyze it and just be like, well, I'm only like a two, and so it's really like, well, then you're not going to be disciplined to do it. But <laughs> yeah. if you are like a ten then I know that you're going to be disciplined to do it. And I know that you're going to um, go after your goals. And so turn that back on me. It's just like, I kind of think of, okay, how disciplined am I of, you know, doing this certain thing or cleaning my room or something <laughs> like there's something so small. And it's just like, Oh, I'm like a three. Well, then I know it's not going to, it's not going to be worth my time. Mm. So that quote is really good. Cause you get to realize like what's worth your time. Especially if you're working with people or whatnot, you know, where you want to know how committed they are because you don't want to work with someone who's not committed, mm. who's not going to be disciplined. Um, our time is energy and we have to be very respectful of that. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and I also really like the intention part that goes along with that, the intention and commitment, because mm-hmm. um, it sort of flips it around. So rather than discipline being like, oh, I've got to to use your example they're like got to get my room clean because it's a mess and I've got to get it clean right. and tick it off the list you know it's more like okay my intention is to create a nice space for myself to be in or mm-hmm. or whatever rather rather than it just being a task on the to-do list and I think it can be the same with you know like you were saying with going to your training or relaxing and choosing to relax because you need to rest and honor your body while well, your intention is still to be the best swimmer that you can be. Mm-hmm. And your practice that day is your discipline that day is resting to support your body, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that the whole intention part in her quote, I feel like it takes a little bit of pressure off mm. of like you just said, you know, your to-do list of, I gotta do this. I gotta do this. But it's just like, well, the intention is, so it kind of takes like that pressure off and mm. it's like, well, this is my intention. So I want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, then the health and like drill it in. Like I do this, I gotta do that. I gotta go, go, go. It's like my intention is to do this. Mm. So I feel like that takes a little bit of pressure off of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So in the other side of your business, when you're not doing your swimming um, and competing, uh, are you, what, what is it that you do specifically when you work with people? Yeah, so I actually um, partner with the health and wellness company. It's a network marketing company. I help people regain confidence and better their health through our superior nutrition, okay. um, making it a second income by sharing with others. And so I love it. I know that we can all say that people are like, oh, network marketing gets such a bad rep. But it's it's a smart and strategic business plan, especially for the 21st century. Uh, especially for someone who is wanting to do a side job and not get another mm. side job and like mm-hmm. drive to go work for someone where they can just work from home and have the support. The community I'm part of came right at the perfect time when I needed it. Um, it was like one of my lowest times in the forever. And I was just like struggling, just like I needed that community of, of women, of people who were entrepreneurs and mm-hmm. who 
were really good into um, holistic health mm. and just knowing that there's something more from themselves. Mm -hmm. And so I connected with one of my friends on Instagram, which I love Instagram, by the way, <laughs> when it's connecting with people like from yeah. different parts of the world. Like, Absolutely. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a pet pal for life. <laughs> but, um, but we connected and she was just like sharing and then it just came out. She's like, hey, I have something really crazy. Like I have a ticket to an event that's really awesome. In Nashville, if you can get here, like, you don't have to pay for anything. And, like, I'm the type of person that kind of want to be more adventurous. So I'm like, okay. And it all just lined up synchronicity of where, you know, I, I had a plane ticket that I had to use by the end of August. <laughs> and this thing was in August. And I got off of work. And so the lining up of it was just insane. Mm -hmm. Go to this event. It's amazing. The amount of energy. And, like, when I say energy, I don't – I didn't think I – how can I put this? And you might realize this since you're in yoga and everything, but, like, I didn't realize how important your energy is mm. and how, like, if you're in the right area, the right space, that energy, it, it fuels you. Like, it pumps you up. And it kind of opens up a different side of you that you may have not have known. Um, and so going to this event, experiencing it, and talking to people that I would never really talked to um, and being even bolder. Like, I'm the type of person that I talk to everyone no matter who you are. Mm -hmm. um, but being bolder about that, that was just like an energy high that I just loved. And so mm. I get to connect with people and I get to show people how to make a second income if they want. And, mm. Or this is a great vehicle for them to get towards their dreams to make it into a reality. And so it's amazing. But I always say that you have to be open, willing, and able in order for anything new opportunity to come to your way. Mm. Um, and if you're not those three things, then it's not going to work. And again, like, don't be like everyone else. <laughs> you don't have to be like everyone else. You can be yourself. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm, I like that, open, willing and able, that's good. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. a lot to do with the energy that you embody as well, you know, because we can have a very closed off energy, well then nothing's, probably nothing's going to come our way, and even if it did, we probably wouldn't notice it. Um, right. Yeah. 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 That's so good, and like, along with that, that gives me the opportunity to, you know, like I said, work with women, but also, too, for me to create a space for um, athletes who aren't pro, because mm -hmm. I'm not a pro athlete, and so I feel like there's not a lot of support out there for women who are, you know, they just get up and they go work out or they want to compete and run a 5K or want to do triathlons. One of my friends, good friends here, she's a mom, and she is a triathlon runner, and she's really good. And so it's just like I want to make a community of that to support women, to embrace it. So I get to work on that, and I get to create that, and that will hopefully be launching hopefully by the end of this year. But cool. I'm so excited for that because yeah. I just feel like it's such a big thing of, you know, not just, oh, we're not pro, we don't make money. Well, no, like we're athletes. We put our bodies to the ringers, but let's come together and let's be in the same community of like we all get each other a little bit, and then let's just start to learn how to – you know, goal set properly or, mm. or our mental game or like, what are we going through our head and like that mental game or, you know, what is the right, um, exercises to do to prevent injuries or yeah. in this area that I'm in right now, it's just like, what are these, what are the great places to go to get some like body work or treatment done? Mm. And so just making a community of that, I'm very passionate about it and I just love it. So mm. it's slowly in the works. So I get to do these two things that really coincide with each other and I love it. And yeah, that's great. Obviously my swimming and, and I'm really big on water safety as well. But, um, but yeah, so mm. I didn't think that, you know, you're, what you're very passionate about in your dreams could actually become a reality and make it a, into a business or an income for you. Yeah. And what's really great actually is that you're, 
you're you're so um what am I trying to say? You're you're not a pro athlete, so you're not go you're not out here saying yes, I've achieved my dreams. I'm a pro athlete. That's all I do, and I'm getting all this like sponsorship and money yeah. or whatever. You're saying yeah. no, I've got another thing on the side, and and I've got that because it really helps me facilitate that, but it's also connected to what I want to do, and I love that mm -hmm. because that's so much more real and achievable yeah. for so many people, whatever their dreams are, whether their dream is to own their own business or be a writer or whatever it's mm -hmm. so worth acknowledging that you don't have to have that as your sole identity or like the the standard path again that that we see all the time yeah. doesn't have to be the one that you do that you take yeah there are other ways yeah. to kind of stay connected to your dream and stay connected to what you're passionate about um yeah and I would say like don't get me wrong I would love to have been like you know big time pro oh yeah money yeah of course like yeah that. um <laughs> They, the pro athletes, like amazing athletes, period. But also, too, I think that that wasn't my journey. My journey is this, and it's mm. it's this in a certain way. So then I can inspire and encourage other people to follow their dream. Like I don't really want people to take away like, oh, she's only athlete. Like I don't care what you do. You don't have to be an athlete. I just want you to follow your dream. I want you to embrace your creativity. Mm. Um, and this is the platform I have, and so I, I get to use it and turn it into that. And realize that like my story isn't like everyone else but it's also relatable at the same time so yeah and that's actually something I really love about your presence on Instagram is um you know your posts might be uh, a lot of you swimming and stuff like that which fine like, I don't know much about that world at all but then I read your caption and it's so relatable to what I'm doing my journey and I think to so many other people as well which is mm -hmm. um yeah really great because we're just all connected by this desire to live the life that's right for us, I guess, and follow our dreams and our passions. And yeah, like we're, yeah, yeah, and it's just a um, big passion. And I feel like, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people don't embrace that. Mm -hmm. You know, like talking with you and everything, like obviously, yes, you embrace it, you're like all for it and everything. But um, a lot of people yeah. don't. Yeah. It kind of like, makes me sad a little bit. I yeah, just, like, me I too. Be, like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, and I think a lot of it's out of fear sometimes. Yeah. I think a lot of it's either out of fear or it's out of not having done that um, x-ray of themselves, you know, not having got tuned in to themselves and figured out what they really want, yeah. I think. Yeah. And, yeah, it makes me sad because I, I don't care. If people tune into themselves and they say, actually, what I really want is to work in an office Monday to Friday, that's great. Do it. Yeah, yeah. But as long as that's what you really want. Exactly. Like, does it really make you happy? And I feel like we always get asked, people are like, oh, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good. But there's no one asking, you know, are you happy? Yeah. And so I think like, it's just like being so genuine about that and not being like, are you happy? Oh yeah, I'm so happy. No, like, no, I don't, you don't have to answer me, but really start to think like, are you happy? Mm. And if you aren't, then let's, like, what, there are some things that we can do to, in order to change that. Mm -hmm. Like, let's figure out what doesn't bring you joy, what doesn't bring you happiness. Mm -hmm. So, um, and you're, I'm so, so big on, um, you know, when people are, a lot of girls are in relationships or whatnot, they think that their spouse or, or men think that their spouse is supposed to make them happy, and that really isn't the choice because that doesn't bring fulfillment. And I talked about that in my AHA Mondays, that you got to love yourself first and be happy with yourself first before you can 
be in another relationship because the other person you're in a relationship with isn't going to fill that void when the other person leaves or they're gone. Like you're still going to be unhappy. Yeah. So it's really like sitting down and figuring out who you are in the core and doing that. Yeah. And I'm figuring out that now too. It's just like, okay, what all makes me happy? I choose me and I want to go for that. So. Mm. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And I think what you just said about relationships speaks to a wider thing that we tend to do is to just put our, the responsibility for our happiness outside of Mm. us whether that's on another person that we're in a relationship with or whether that's on a new dress or whatever it is something that we're buying to make us happy Mm. um rather than turning inside like you just said um which is a difficult thing to do but it is yeah (laughs) I still struggle with it like I'm like oh I want to go and get these pair of shoes and it's gonna make me so much happier and make me feel so great yeah for two seconds and then you're (laughs) back into the hole okay (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. So I wonder um, what, um, I don't want to use the phrase top tips, but um, <laughs> what kind of tips and advice might you have for, for people who are maybe listening and going, you know what, yeah, I've, I've got this big dream and this goal that I really want to start pursuing and I, I am really committed to it. What advice do you have for someone of things they could do to get started? Um, I would say the first thing is first is really start to believe in you and believe that you can fully accomplish that. And maybe that's just writing it down and having it by your bed and every morning getting up saying, you know, I am going to be an awesome entrepreneur. I am going to be a top author, seller, like whatever it is that you want. Say it out loud because there's so much power Mm. when you hear it out loud. Um, And then just like writing it down and just like hiding it under something. Um, and then really start to be bold about it and then go for it. Um, kind of start to really, um, I should say a lot of people, when you share your dreams or your goals, they aren't going to be on board with it. And I really challenge whoever's listening to really understand like it's okay. And don't let them dictate Mm. really what you want to do, steer you from your path because that will happen. But you just need to know like, eh, hold on, stop, like, this is what I want to do, and this is what I need to do, so first things first is, you know, saying it out loud by your bed, either morning and night, um, and then believing in yourself for sure that you can do it, and visualize yourself being at that point of whatever that goal and dream is, really fully embody believing it, Um, and then just having fun with the journey, try not to take things so seriously, in a sense, Mm -hmm. like, just enjoy the journey, mm. enjoy the lessons, enjoy everything, you know, the whole saying, live my best life, <laughs> like, have this conversation with one of my friends, he's just like, is that really living your best life, like, going through the good, not the bad, and it's just like, no, I think living your best life is just like, going through the bad and the good, like, just learning from those lessons, mm. and, and growing from that, so that is kind of what I would recommend for someone, and just have fun with it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's so important to remember, because we can get so stuck on really wanting to achieve the goal which is fine but yeah we've got to have fun with it otherwise it'll just it'll be awful (laughs) yeah right like oh my goodness I didn't hit this goal and it sucks yeah oh like okay yes the way I talk to this person I sound like a dork but I don't care (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah yeah and I think you you can yeah you can learn from the 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 bad things that happen and turn it into a positive in most cases Um, yes yeah yeah Okay, so I just have one more question for you, which is the question that I'm asking every guest on this season of the podcast. And so it's a two-part question. It's um, 
the first part of it is in a kind of ideal version of the future, like real dream world, what change or changes would you like to see people having made to living a more purposeful and holistic life? And then the second part of that is what small changes could people make now to do that if they wanted to? Yeah, that's such a great question. So um, for me, it's like once you're, and I mentioned this earlier, once you're open, willing, and able, mm-hmm. then transitioning to that purposeful and holistic life is really doable. Um, maybe breaking it down where I'm saying like when you're open, it's like open to an idea of making those changes that will set you up for success um, and then being willing to actually do the work and willing to embrace the opportunity that's right in front of you, whether whatever those purpose or holistic goals are. And then able is just like letting yourself do it. <laughs> mm. um, have you set yourself, allow yourself to like accomplish the goals you mm. want to accomplish, like whatever it is. I'm just really like this season I'm in, just really focusing on that whole open, willing and able concept because it really breaks down a lot. Like I have to be open for the opportunity. I have to be willing to do it and I have to be able to actually put the work towards it. So I would think that would be the first part to the, to the question. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we said the changes, so the small things you can do is just um, getting clear on what you actually want to achieve. Mm-hmm. You know, our, our minds, we like to, uh, <laughs> a lot of things run through our minds. I feel like if you brain dump and really start to get really clear on what you want to achieve, that really mm-hmm. helps. Um, really and fully understanding that um, other people's business is none of your business. Because I feel like we get so caught up in what this person's going to think of me if I did this or if I did that. And we really need to know that it's none of their business. It's none of our business what they think of me. Mm. Because all that's going to do is just be just like a bad seed. It's going to keep brewing and brewing and brewing. And then I'm going to start to believe that. So really just being like fully aware of that. Um, and then I feel like diet is the biggest thing. And when I say diet, like not like, oh, I lose 10 pounds. Like, no, like the food you're eating, the food that we put in our bodies mm-hmm. really makes a difference on yeah. how we function and how our mental game is. And so mm. maybe that's really getting used to like a nutritional balancing system that I use that I love that really focuses on, you know, those good core ingredients that I'm putting on my body because I have a gluten sensitivity. So if I eat wheat, I'm depressed. It literally breaks me down. Mm. And so really just being aware of like, what are those foods that you're putting? Maybe it's like sugar. Like, are you consuming a lot of sugar? Maybe you need to pull away from that a little bit because sugar can do so much to our bodies. And so I just have a really big, really big passion about that whole thing like what are the foods you're consuming and stuff like that and Mm. what are the people that are around you your environment um Mm -hmm. do you have toxic people in your life and if you do have toxic people in your life then it's kind of time to start to move away from that Mm. so yeah yeah that's really great I think considering what you're putting in your body but also what you're surrounding yourself with and and Mm. how those things make you feel um can really make a big difference so yeah definitely Great. Well, it's been super nice chatting to you. Um, If people want to go and have a look at your Instagram, where can they find you on there? Yeah, so I am at LaJoya B. That is L-A-J-O-Y-A and then the word B, B B-E-E. Stop by, drop in my DMs. Like, I love connecting people, so definitely reach out. Fab. And I'll put a link to LaJoya's Instagram in the show notes so you can just head right over there and connect with her on there. Lovely. Thank you so much for chatting to me today. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to Create Shift. 
You'll find all the links and resources spoken about in today's episode over in the show notes at being-change.com. You can also head there to find out more about me, about working together, and to find more information and resources on living your most purposeful and holistic life. If you want to continue the conversation, you can find me on Instagram at being underscore change. If you enjoyed the show, I'd be so grateful if you could leave a rating and a review. This helps other people who might enjoy the show too to find it. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.